glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you. Praise you. Thank you. Thank you. Father and our God, we come this morning prostrate before your presence. Lord God, we humble ourselves, realizing that without you, nothing. And God, we come as an empty pitcher before a full fountain. We need you this morning. We need your guidance. We need your direction. We need to grow. We need to glorify. So God, move the preacher out of the way, convict, convince, convert, meet us in your word. And when we go down from this place, may we be different than when we came in. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Praise his name. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. He's a God of grace. He's a God of goodness. He's a God which we owe gratitude. And his name is Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. We give honor to our exalted Savior, to our diligent, delightful, MC, Tanya Fagans, to all of our co-laborers in the gospel, to these beautiful, beautiful millennials that are up here this morning, 
And I am just uh, thankful to the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, I have never prayed for a church, a pastorate. I've never prayed for something clinging to my heart that I thought I needed to be. I learned a long time ago when your life is governed by God's will, when you're doing the things you ought to do, serve and tithe, treating your neighbors right, and just sit there and wait. The Lord brings his will to you. You don't have to go looking or scheming or politicking. God is going to bring his will to you. Can I get a witness? And you're going to know it's God because he's going to open up every door that needs to be opened. Yeah. And he's going to close every door that needs to be closed. That's why the psalmist said, what shall a man render unto the Lord for all of his benefits? And the answer is nothing. All we can do is take the cup of salvation. That's all you can do. Just what the Lord offers you is what you take, and everything else will fall into place. Isn't that right? This morning, this morning, we're in Philippians chapter 4. I know you know it like the back of your hand. In fact, get a Bible from the back of the pew. I want to see some, I want to hear some pages turning. Uh, amen. I want to hear some pages. I, I know you got your phone, but... I'm so scared somebody going to text you while I'm preaching. And that's going to end that message. But uh, Philippians chapter 4, are you all with me? Hanging it with pastor. We, we, we coming in. It says, uh, <laughs> uh, verse 6, be careful for nothing. Don't worry about anything. No, 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 let me stop, stop, stop. When you and I are at a bad place, the Lord sends a great peace. Don't worry about anything. Now, that is very simplistic, but I have struggled 
with that because like you, I would tell the Lord, you know I'm human. And uh, <clears throat> I can't help myself. And I'm not that spiritually strong to not let things bother me. Mm. Don't worry about anything. We had four scriptures read in your hearing, and some of the scriptures that were read dealt with the lordship of Christ over your fears. The psalmist said in 23, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Do you know, sheep will not graze, nor will they sit down when they're in a state of fear. They're in a state of fear. The shepherd has to dispel the fear before sheep can live healthy lives. Jesus on the boat, of course, going across Sea of Galilee and the storm rose up. He was asleep. You know the story. And the disciples shook him out of his sleep. I would have shaken him too. And they said, Lord, there's a billowing storm. Don't you care that we are about to perish? And Jesus got up and rebuked them first and said, O ye of little faith. The, the next sentence had nothing to do with the storm. Did not I tell you that we was going to the other side? See, see, God will say something to you and then allow all hell to break out to see if you believe his word or you still messed up in your feelings. And then Jesus stood up and told the storm what he wanted. He said, peace. And then he gave the command, be still. And the, and the Bible says that everything came to a halt. Lord have mercy. Do you know Buddha can't do that? You know. You know Hindu can't do that. No. I know. I'm, I, start, I start making folk mad when I'm calling out these other gods. Because where we are in this age is we want to be comfortable in a climate. Amen of uh, slow favoritism and respect for every ministry. We, we don't need to, we don't, we, we don't need to say that. We just believe what we believe and let others, excuse me, where is that in the Bible? Syncretism. We accepting all of this, just, just know. Jesus is not a way. Jesus is the way. Yes, 
Do, do I have a witness up in the house? Uh, he's the way, the truth, the life. Do I have a witness? He, he told a woman at the well, woman, if you knew who I was, you would ask me for water and I would give you living water. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and all theology starts with Jesus, the, and it ends with Jesus. Amen? That is, uh, mm. the life of a believer is characterized as a roller coaster. Up and down. There are adversities and there are advantages. There's comfort, there's conflict. Do I have a witness? There's weariness and wounds. But there's a wonderful medicinal Ah, medicine that God gives called the balm in Gilead to heal the sin-sick soul. The word, the word healing in the Greek is therapeuto, which means therapy. It's, you don't go get therapy once and you heal. Therapy is a regular appointment do I have a witness? And it involves exchanges back and forth until you see the light. Our series has been on perplexity, and we dealt with the perplexity of the sovereignty of God. And let me stop pausing and park. Some people think I'm uh, Lord have mercy, disrespectful of my Lord, and I'm not, I have not always agreed with the sovereignty of God. If, if I said that, I'd be lying. Uh, the perplexity of pain from the book of Job, remember that? Here's God in heaven with Satan bragging about Job and Job catching all hell on earth. And he don't know where this stuff is coming from. Have you considered my servant Job? There's none like him. And in all this, Job never charged God foolishly. Told his wife, she said, why don't you just curse God and die? He said, woman, you foolish. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We, we are perplexed today by his peace. That word peace, saleo in the Greek, means shut it down. Hmm. Cut off the motor. 
cease from trying to do something. And, 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 and Paul said another place, let the peace of God, you got to let it rule in your hearts. That, that means let, let the peace of God be the umpire. Let the Holy Ghost be the umpire. Stop fighting for yourself. Let the umpire cause the balls and the strikes. Let the umpire make the call at the plate when somebody's sliding, whether they safe or out. Do I have a witness? Let, let, it, let, let, let him rule, Lord have mercy, in your heart. And, 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 and so one of the things about being perplexed by God's peace is that none of us deserve peace. Peace is a byproduct of grace. And don't confuse the peace with God, Romans 5.1, from the peace of God, Philippians 4. You can't have the peace of God until you first had the peace with God. The peace with God ends the war. The peace of God deals with your wounds. Lord, have mercy. That, that, that is, that is, when, when I look at this uh, setup of Paul, I see, amen, that all my emotional pain, amen, is extinguished by the peace of God. Mm. That God will allow stuff to come at you, God allows stuff to be thrown your way. And you and I sit there and we, in a worrisome attitude, don't know how we're going to handle this. And out of nowhere, God sends peace. Peace does not change the outward circumstances. Peace changes the inward comfort. Y'all get this on the way home. All hell can be out there, but inside of me. I have a serum, I have a medicine, I, I have a calmness that can endure, can I get a witness, whatever's out there cannot touch me because the anointing breaks the yoke. Thou will keep him, Isaiah 26, 3, in perfect peace whose mind is stayed, Hebrew word, glued, on thee. Well, God, why would you keep me in perfect peace? Because you trusteth in me. Do I have a witness? There's something about trust that wakes up God. Do I have a witness? There's something about faith that moves him. If you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, mountain, move, be, be moved to yonder place. I can do all things through Christ who keeps on strengthening me. Lord, have mercy. Paul the Apostle dares to provoke us with an illogical 
proposition. The book of Philippians is a prison epistle. It means, like Colossians, when he wrote it, he was in jail. Do I have a witness? He was in jail physically, but he was not in jail spiritually. And, 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 and this is probably why our grandparents and great-grandparents could go through pure hell with a smile on their face. Can I get a witness? That, that, that the outside is all messed up, but the inside has got it all together. Do I have a witness? That, that Paul, Paul, Paul writing to the church at Philippi, and this church at Philippi was a problem to begin with. You remember Paul and Silas on their way to Macedonia, and well, they were on their way probably to Asia, and, 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 and uh, they saw the vision of a man from Macedonia saying, Paul, Paul, come over and help us. And when Paul answered the call, he went right into hell because they, uh, they spared, they saved a girl of divination who was making profits for a master, and they threw him in jail. Can I get a witness? And when they threw Paul and Silas in jail, Lord have mercy, in Philippi, you, you got to know the historicity of this stuff. They in jail, chained down, rats running around, cold and damp, and Paul and, Paul and Silas looked at each other and said, let's start a praise session. And the Bible says they start praising the Lord. Can I get a witness? And, and the Bible says that as they praise the Lord, God did not choose to come right away. Can I stop Paul's at the park? When you're going through something, God is not obligated to knock the door down the time you're going through. That's why the songwriter said, weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. And God didn't come at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, but the Bible says, but at midnight, God blew the jail open. Can I get a witness? Wrecked the chains that was holding them, and the Philippian jailer was about to kill himself because he was responsible for them. And Paul said, do thyself no harm. We're all right here. Can I get a witness? Didn't he say that? And, and the Philippian jailer looked at Paul and said, what must I do to be saved? Paul said, sing in a choir, play the piano and the organ, mm. show up on millennial Sundays, go to the church picnic. No, he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou and, if your family do the same thing, they'll all be saved. Didn't he say that? In the name of Jesus. That, that is, that is, that is, Philippians is the mind manual. It's all about the mind. It's all about the mind. Let this mind be in you. 
Now, 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 one of my favorite theologians, Dr. Warren Wiersbe, cut it up like this. He said, you know, each chapter gives a different flavor of the mind. Chapter one is the single mind. Mm. And I, I, I learned years ago, as long as you are double-minded, like James says, you're living in confusion. Double allegiance. Double priority. To have a single mind means you're focused on the priority. Are y'all getting this? Paul said, for me to live is Christ. For me to die is even better. It's gain. Didn't he say that? See, that's a single mind, a single mind, single mind, single mind. Single mind is saying I'm not trying to accomplish 15 things at the same time. My, 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 my attention is on Christ. For me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. For me to live is Christ. Yeah. And then, and then chapter 2 is a submissive mind. Let this mind be in use also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought not robbery equal God, made himself a new reputation, took on the form of servant. When you look at that context, Jesus did not demand his prerogatives as God. He let people spit on him, and he's God. He let people smack him, and he's God. He let people curse at him, and he's God. He did not demand his prerogatives. I told y'all years ago, and I, you know, I just try, I try to be transparent. If that was me on the cross, first of all, y'all be in hell. Y'all be in hell. Y'all be in hell. Dr. Gordon, you going to save us? Nope. <laughs> I'm coming down for now. I ain't dying for you. Only Jesus would die for you. Do I have a witness? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. That, that is the submissive mind he humbled, and the Greek word humbled deals with he emptied out his rights. Folk don't want to empty out their rights. He emptied out his rights. Amen. And became a servant. John 13. That's why he washed their feet. He was leaving an example. What I'm doing now, you don't know, but later on you will. Can I get a witness? And you know, Peter, 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 you know, you know, you know, Peter was a little, Peter was a little off. You're not washing my feet. That's the way some church folk are. You ain't washing my feet. Jesus, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. So Peter said, well, give me a bath. He said, you don't need a bath. You've been bathed. You've been saved. You can't be saved unless you've been bathed. Do I have a witness? Yeah, yeah. But walking this earth, your feet get dusty. Uh, do I have a witness? And, 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 and so the third chapter is uh, the uh, spiritual mind. Hang in there with me. What is the spiritual mind? Paul says, the things that were gained to me, I counted them loss for Christ. 
that I may win Christ. I don't want anything in front of Christ. And all of my accomplishments are like manure. They're like garbage. They mean nothing. Do I have a witness? And, and, and he says, here's the one thing I do. Forgetting those things that are behind. Now, now, now I'm going to throw something out. Some of y'all ain't going to agree with it. Some of y'all going to roll your eyes. I don't need to act important up here. I don't need to be the man up here. I played that role already. I was the man in the world. I dressed, I had money, I drove nice cars, I had everything I wanted. I don't need to do that now. Some of y'all never had it, so you're still striving for it. I don't need that stuff. In the name of Jesus, I was clean as the board of health, doc. In fact, everybody from South Philly was. We, ain't nobody in South Philly wearing no jeans. Not in the 60s. You know, 7 o'clock, you went in the house, took a shower, put on your silken wools, and, you know, put on your tie and knit, and put on your brand new shoes, and then go sit back on the step. <laughs> That's what you did. That's what you did, Doc. In the summertime, y'all know it. Y'all know the deal. Y'all, some of y'all ain't get that. I, we ain't had nowhere to go, but we was clean. <laughs> and, 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 and forgetting those things that are behind. God didn't call you to live in the past. I keep reaching. For the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. That's the spiritual mind. Gains and losses, reaching for that which God deems is important. But then we come to the fourth chapter, the secure mind. Secure mind, well, what is the secure mind about? I'm glad you asked. That is, the secure mind is that in the midst of all my attacks, in the midst of my adversities, in the midst of all the things that uh, make me nervous in the, in the midst, in the midst of me needing attention, in the midst of me feeling not appreciated, in the midst of everything, God sends his peace. You remember Star Wars, Star Wars. There was a, I love Star Wars, you know, and, and my favorite character wasn't Luke. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi. He was a bad man, Doc. Obi was mad, Doc. He was, Obi was the man. And he, he, they were in the bar, and he started playing Jedi mind games with this monster. And the monster said, I'll kill you. He said, you don't want to kill me. You want to go home. And the monster said, I don't want to kill you. I want to go home. And that's what Satan does to us. Satan gets in our mind and starts saying, you don't want to do this. You, you want to do this. 
I don't want to do this. I want to do this. Jedi mind games. Lord have mercy. That, that is, child of God, when you begin to look at this chapter, and I'm going to try to expedite this, this thing is deep, that Paul, the apostle, and this is a Pauline epistle, the manual of the mind, when you finish reading this, it leaves us perplexed. We, we come away with a perplexity about his peace. That every time I was ready to throw the towel and every time I wanted out of something, every time I felt shattered or depressed or abandoned or rejected, God would let it go so far and then he would close the climate on my conflict. Do, you, do you all understand what I'm saying? God, you, you didn't even pray for that. You didn't even trust him for that. God just sent peace. Can I get a witness? And, and the peace permeated and the peace protected you. And the peace, come on now, and the peace did something inside of you. God was not going to let outward circumstances dictate your inward comfort. Can I get a witness? When you understand the dichotomy of what's on the outside trying to get in and what's on the inside that won't let it in, you'll start praising the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm just so thankful that you are on the inside blocking stuff out. I'm, Lord, I'm so glad that when I wanted to cuss somebody out, you wouldn't permit me to do it. You, can I get it? You, you, you let a peace that passes all understanding permeate me. Lord, I'm so glad that I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. I'm glad, Lord, I'm glad, I'm glad that you taught me how to take a lemon and make lemonade. Lord, I'm glad, like that oyster, that when some particle of sand irritated me, you were the one that helped me to make a pearl. So glad that that which is on the outside could not permeate the inside. The peace. The peace. Peace in the marriage. That's a war zone, ain't it? Or oh, it can be. Isn't that right? Peace in the ministry. Do I have a witness? I had folk up in this church some years ago. I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. They mad at pastor because he did not call their names. Are you out of your mind? If I never call your name, Jesus knows your name. Do I have a witness? And then, why are you doing ministry in the first place? To have your name called? Can I get a witness? And, and, and so, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Well, he never says anything good about us. Well, I'm sure there's a reason. 
And if you think I come up here on Sunday just to figure out whose name to call, you out of your military mind. In the name of Jesus. That child of God, the fact of the matter is that in this manual of the mind, mm, we got some stuff up in here, Doc. Don't we have some stuff in our minds? You know we got some stuff in our minds. Come on, we got stuff in our minds. Insecurities. Vengeance. Bitterness. Come on now. Anger. Adversity. Can I get a witness? Don't feel good about ourselves. Need attention, applause, and appreciation. We need to know everything. Every once in a while, if you were teaching this church, I'd like to hear every once in a while you take your class. You know what? I don't know, but I'm going to pray and get back with you. I would love to hear that from every teacher. Why do you feel the need to have an answer for everything? What, what are you trying to do here? The fact of the matter is, I got more theology than most of y'all got. And when people ask me questions, I say, well, I can't answer that. You know, you don't know everything and I don't know everything. Son of man, where were you? When I threw the Milky Way out. Can I get a witness? Where, where, where were you when I put mountains on the earth as weights to balance it? Where were you when I let all the rivers flow in the ocean and the ocean can only come so far? Lord, have mercy. That, uh, we, we got to learn to be honest with people. Honest. Well, you know, I'm struggling in my marriage. Well, marriage can be trying. We've all had our days. Can I get a witness? Come here, baby. I married her. She's a cook, but she won't cook. Sit back down. She won't cook. And she can cook. We all got challenges in our lives. Children are hard-headed. Come on now. Children make bad decisions. Do I have a witness? And you get angry because they made a bad decision. Ain't the last one they're going to make. Can I get a witness? Wait till they get to college. They really going to make them. You somewhere snoring with a mask on, and they making decisions. Do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. Marcus' son is going in the military. We're going to say, stand up, Marcus. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, don't clap, because that boy running out of here, Doc. That boy, that boy trying to get out of Dodge. But there are going to be nights he's going to wish that he was back with you. Can I get a witness? That, that is, that is, Paul starts homing in on this thing called the mind. Mm. And, and the first thing, the first thing we see, we, 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 we see a perplexity uh, by the peace from our ruptures. We got some ruptures in our mind. Mm. 
I got one amen, but that's all right. Look, look at chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore, my uh, brethren, dearly beloved and long for, my joy and my crown. So stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. He deals with a facilitation for us as believers to never let anger, bitterness, separation come in our midst. Never. There should be nothing you can do that I can't say I forgive you for. Can I get a witness? He, 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 he moves in verse 2 to two women who are fighting. All right, end this fight. It's over. Isn't that right? Hmm. Paul says you two got to get it together. James 4, 1 says, why do we have wars on the inside? Come they not of our lusts that war against our souls. We got some hell on the inside. Yes, we do. We got some stuff with us, Doc. Now, 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 now mind you, God's talking about peace. He's trying to first home in on what keeps breaking peace. It's the pieces in us is what keeps breaking our peace. Mm. He, he, he talks about fights, fears, fractures, our struggles, and even the future, which is situational, that Paul is saying, amen, that these things are not to be a part of us. The fractures, the fights. We gotta we gotta let God resolve this stuff. Do I have a witness? I remember I was in high school in the sixties, nineteen uh South Philadelphia High. I heard somebody walk up to somebody in the hallway and say, I don't like you, I never did. And you better stay out of my face. I'm going to whip your body. I said, now where did that come from? I almost sound like church folk. <laughs> we got some stuff on the inside that keeps belching up and killing our peace. And I'm not talking about you and I reaching out to figure out what others are doing to us. I'm talking about what's in us. What is in us. And, 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 and so Paul, hanging in with me now, Paul the apostle is saying there are some uncontrollable things, some unconditional things unstoppable things that will come in. They'll find their way in. Lord, have mercy. 
The, pro the problem is that because we're in the flesh, we're in a world of sin, amen, that we are really fragmented and that things that are on the outside, circumstances, keeps coming at us and is trying to steal my joy. It's trying to snatch my peace. Mm. So Paul, 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 Paul deals with this problem and in verse 4, <laughs> he starts dealing with a product. If you want to deal with the problem, bring the right product to surface. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Mm, Lord Jesus. What does that have to do with this text? Because we cannot rejoice without faith. My fragmentations, the futility of this world, I need to just trust Jesus with everything. Rejoice. I, I, dare, I dare you, and I'm, I'm going to get to the praying part in a minute, but I dare you to just get on your knees and say, Lord, I'm rejoicing in where you're getting ready to take my son and my daughter. I'm rejoicing in their victory. I'm rejoicing in their healing. I'm, re I'm, I'm rejoicing in advance for what you are about to do. Can I get a witness? I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to lay it out before you. Uh, to my knowledge, nothing has changed. I didn't get a cell call. I didn't get a phone call that anything changed. Uh, there's still hell on the horizon, but I choose by faith to call on your name. I choose by faith to settle this matter. Lord, I want to thank you. In your manifold wisdom for moving on something that I have no power over in the name of Jesus. And the just shall live by faith. Do I have a witness? He says rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is standing there waiting for you to consult him. He's at hand. Are y'all with me? Now, 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 hang in there with me. I'm going to get out your way. 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 Get out your way. He, uh, Paul is perplexed. With the peace of God uh, that seems to send remedies to the mind. I'm baffled. I'm baffled how God moves in us, for us, rejoicing by faith. And then Paul says, now, let me give you a formula for praying. And we don't study this enough. 
He says, don't worry. Be careful for nothing. Now, how do you live a life where you're not worried about anything? I know, I know some of y'all will raise your hand if I ask you to. That's why I'm not asking you to. How do you live a life where nothing bothers you? My God. Man, if I go home right now on my widescreen and I hit my remote and it don't come on, you think somebody died. What's wrong with this television? Says, God, come on here and help me. She'll come in and say, you got the wrong remote. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <sighs> I, was, I was in my family room one day going like this. I said, what's wrong? I just replaced these batteries. I'm sitting there. And I kept doing it. I started getting angry. And I said, I don't believe this. My game is on. I'm going like this. And I had inadvertently, because I got a fish tank, in feeding the fish, I had put something in char in, in front of the you know the signal. You know, you know, you see the red thing I'm on? Something was sitting there. So it was being blocked. So the Lord said, This is why you can't get no blessings. You got stuff blocking your blessings. You need to get them out the way. I'm preaching to somebody here. Your attitude, your anger, your bitterness, your gossip, your tearing fucker, you need to get it out of the way and maybe your remote will work. Hmm. I was sitting on the couch saying, what's wrong, what's wrong? And something said, something's in front of. And that, that was the peace of God. Because I was going to go off. Now I'm going back about how much I paid for this TV and where I got it from. And is the warranty still? You know, I'm going through all them gyrations. And I put something in front of. Y'all ain't getting this. Turn to your neighbor and say, I put something in front of the signal. Yeah. That, that is, Paul, Paul says, don't worry about anything, but in everything. We missed that. Stop worrying. Shut down. Cool out, chill out, relent, sit back. Don't worry. But in everything, uh, by prayer, uh, he's not talking about now me lay me down to sleep. The word prayer is praise. Learn to praise God before you get to your grocery list. Learn, learn, learn to praise him. Do I have a witness? 
before you start thinking about what you don't have. Lord, let me praise you this Sunday morning. You woke me up this morning. Lord, let me, let me pray. Do, do you know I will not even pray for my children until I praise the Lord? Y'all ain't getting this. I'm trying to teach you how to worship. Can I get a witness? I'm not even calling their names until I praise the one name, the name of Jesus. Do I have a witness? By prayer, praise, praise. Lord, I want to praise you for who you are. Lord, I want to take time for you to know that you are elegant. You, you are everlasting. You, and, and I dare you to start calling him by different names. You are El Shaddai, the big-breasted one that I can lean on. You are Jehovah Jireh, the one who will provide. Can I get you are El Elyon, the most high God. Do I have a witness? I dare you to call him by his different names. Can I get a witness? You're El Roy. Can I get a witness? Yeah, you're, you're Jehovah M. Kadesh. You're Jehovah Sinkanu. Can I get a witness? Some of y'all looking at me saying, what are you talking about? I'm speaking in tongues. Lord, you're all in it and more. You deserve all praise, glory, honor, and adoration. I need to worship you. I, I don't need to say good morning, Lord, and check the messages on my phone. I need to leave my phone alone and go to the Lord of glory. He that, Lord have mercy, he that cometh into the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow. I dare you to get up in that secret place. I dare you to praise his name. I dare you to exalt Christ and him crucified. I dare you to lift your hands up and say, Lord, thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your grace. Lord, thank you for snatching me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Lord, thank you for putting food on my table, clothes on my back, a little money in my pocket. Lord, thank you that you have not dealt with me according to my sins, nor have you rewarded me according to my iniquities. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for being with me through those years that the locusts have eaten. Thank you for pulling me out of trouble. Thank you for fixing my home and my family. Thank you for your comfort and strength. When a loved one died, you walked with me. You talked with me. You was with me on that bed of affliction. You brought me out. I dare you to praise his name. By prayer. By prayer.
and supplication with thanksgiving. See, the with thanksgiving is the caboose that after you get all your prayers out, thank you, Lord, for answering that prayer. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it to pass. Thank you, Lord. Let your requests uh, be made known unto God. And Paul says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will put a guard at your heart to protect your emotions. He'll put a guard at your mind to protect your thinking. Do I have a witness? I double day. I triple day. That if you have faith and if you use the formula that God will show up. Won't he show up? And he will. Praise his name. When I feel disrupted, when I feel despondent, when I feel desolate, God tends to send a peace that passes all understanding. Do I have a witness? You don't need no J. You don't need no drink. Can I get a witness? All you need, why are you laughing, man? Search this boy. All you need is God on your side. All you need is for God to be God. All you need is for God to give you strength. When you and I are depleted, all you need is for God to send a comfort to deal with the negative circumstances that's coming in. Do I have a witness? Your God is waiting on you to call on his name. Do I have a witness? Lord, I need help this morning. Lord, I feel helpless this morning. Lord, I feel alone this morning. Lord, I feel empty this morning. God, I need you to make up the difference. I don't even feel saved this morning. Don't read my Bible this morning. Hard to pray this morning. But Lord, you are a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Can I get a witness? As Dr. Robert A. Cook said, Lord, just see me through this day. Do I have a witness? And child of God, when you look at the context, Lord have mercy, that the God of peace will give you peace. You need the God of peace, who's the God of principles, who's the God of sanctification. Now, 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 wait a minute, because this text is going to make a U-turn. Can I get a witness? Yeah, a U-turn means you turn around going against the traffic now. When you look at the makeup of this text, 
Paul gets to this point in verse 7 only to get to verse 8 to talk about before God gives you peace, you better have some principles working for you in place. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I never forget years ago, 30-something years ago, I, I wasn't tithing. I was going to church, wasn't tithing. I wasn't soul, wasn't tithing. And uh, I started having financial problems. Never forget this as long as I live. Bills were coming out of nowhere. Money was short. And I got on the phone and I called Family Radio. Remember Family Radio? And this, this old lady, she, she got to be in glory now. Because this is about 35 years ago. She said, she said, can I have your prayer request? I said, yes, can you pray that God will send me a financial blessing? And before I finish the word blessing, she said, excuse me, son, do you tithe? And I said, no, no, ma'am. She said, that's your problem. She said, because my God is faithful. Now, I call for a prayer request, not a rebuke. <laughs> and I knew the Lord was speaking to her, through her. So I started tithing. And the minute I started tithing, I got a check in the mail from nowhere. It was from the government. Years ago, the government said, we miscalculated something. We owe you this amount of money. It was thousands of dollars. I said, look at Jesus. Now, I'm not promising you that Monday you'll get a letter. It'll probably be the same electric bill. But my God is faithful. Any faithful? Won't he do it, saints? Won't he do it? That, that is, that is, look, look what Paul says. We're closing. Finally! Brethren, whatsoever things are true, God hates liars. Whatsoever things are what? Honest, God hates cheaters. Whatsoever things are what? Just, God loves righteousness. Whatsoever things are of good report. Can I get a witness? He said, now watch this now. If there be any virtue, and if then be any praise, think on these things. These things, these things that we've learned, verse 9. These, these things that we have received. So principles are always added to prosperity and peace. God ain't giving me no peace and I'm laying up every night out of wedlock. Preachers, at least y'all, you are with your wives, right? You can at least say amen. They sitting there grinning at me. Ain't nobody say amen. God ain't giving you no peace 
And you hooking and crooked? Uh-oh, this one's tight. Why would he give you peace and you ain't living right? Why would he give you peace and you full of hell? Everywhere you go, you start trouble. You separate closest friends. Can I get away? God ain't sending you no peace with all that stuff going on in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, if you if you live with somebody, it doesn't mean the minute you pack up at 10 o'clock this morning, that 10.30 you'll have peace. You might have it at 10.35, but I'm not going to promise you it's coming right away. But child of God, when you begin to look at the perplexity, see, 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 this is the best way I can say it. Theologically, listen to this. We close. Listen to this. You don't have to work for your salvation. But you do have to work for your blessings. Did you get that? You got to earn your blessings. Uh Uh-oh, it's getting tight up in here. Even though God sends grace, love we don't deserve. Can I get a witness? Child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. Uh, He's talking about practicing the principles. Practicing his presence. Practicing his power. Practicing his promises. Uh, do I have a witness? And child of God, that you, you and I don't understand that I need God's peace because so much hell is coming in. Do I have a witness? I got stuff coming into my life every day. And if I don't have a stabilizing force on the inside, I'm in trouble, Doc. If I don't have a friend that sticks closer then a brother, I'm in trouble, Doc. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. But in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths Here's the provoking message from Paul that we need to go out the door with. Paul was in prison, but Paul was not a prisoner. In my circumstances, I could be all messed up. But in my spirit, I got peace like a river. I got joy like a river. Can I get a witness? You can be in a horrible marriage this morning and endure that marriage by what's on the inside. Can I get a witness? I, I remember, I remember listening to my grandmother and great-grandmother, and, and you know, we, we, weren't, we weren't clued into what they were saying, but I, you know, hell going on in the marriage, and you hear one of them old saints talking about, what I promised the Lord. That I would never leave. Now the reason y'all quiet is because y'all ain't promising nothing. And we understand. That's that old commitment. Can I get a witness? Y'all know what I'm talking about. They felt that they had made a vow to God. And they was going to keep that vow no matter how much 
suffering they was going through. Do I have a witness? Oh, uh, Lord, let me get out your way. That is, he, he was in prison, but he was not a prisoner. He was locked up, but he was liberated. That'll preach, won't it? That, that is, child of God, when the peace of God permeates you, very little can bother you. Can I get a witness? When the peace of God is holding everything together, nothing can bring it apart. When the peace of God that comes from Jesus, my peace, I give to you, not as the world give it to you. Let not your hearts uh, be troubled, neither be afraid. Didn't Jesus say that? I'm more than the world against you. Do I have a witness? And every time Jesus, when he walked through the walls post-resurrection, as they were hiding in an upper room, Jesus said, peace be unto you. And he breathed on them the Holy Ghost. Did he breathe on them the Holy Ghost? Can I get a witness? When peace like a river attendeth my way, when storms like sea billows roll, Whatever my lot is, thou hast taught me to say, it is well with my soul. Satan might work it in, but God will work it out. Can I get a witness? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. I've been young and now I'm old seen the righteous forsaken though it's seed begging bread the Lord is my strength the Lord is my high tower the Lord is my refuge say yeah the Lord is my way maker the Lord is my storm breaker the Lord will never leave me nor forsake me and we know that all things are being worked together for the good. Can I get a witness? Let me close by going back to Star Wars. Obi-Wan Kenobi, bad boy. When Luke was trying to blow up the space station, a voice came out of nowhere. He said, Luke, let go. The force is with you. Now Jesus is not a force. He's a person. But when we get all messed up, we got to learn to let go. Let go of your marriage. Let go of your kids. Let go of your health. Let go. The Lord is with you. Can I get a witness? And child of God, the peace of God, from the God of peace, will hold together everything. Can I get a witness? If it weren't for God's peace, I'd be in pieces this morning. If it weren't for God's grace, I'd be messed up this morning. And every time I get in trouble, God sends a peace that passes all understanding. It is well, it is well, it is well with my soul. 
Say yeah, he will promote you. Say yeah, he will protect you. The peace of God passes all understanding and will keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Ah, peace, peace, my peace, God's peace. Lord, send your peace. I'm troubled this morning. Send your peace. I got trials all around me. Send your peace. I want to throw the towel in. Send your peace. And when God sends his peace, it's like a sedative. You can go through troops. Can't you do it, saints? You can hold on for another day. You're going to make it because there's power in his peace. There's protection in his peace. Do I have a witness? The peace of God. Let's stay on our feet. As every eye is closed, every head is bowed, there's something agitating you in your life. And God wants to speak peace to your heart. As every head is bowed, if you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, God the Son, died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. If you want to give your life to Christ, we have one this morning. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. You want to be saved. Just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. You want to join the church in your Christian experience. Raise your hand. Is there one? Love to have you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for even the perplexity of your peace. We don't understand it. We can't earn it. All we know is that we are messed up. We are broken. We are bruised. We are battered. We are brittle. And you send your peace at the right time. And it brings everything back together and in perspective. So we can live another day. So we can rejoice in you another day. So we can smile another day. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for ordering our steps. Oh God, may we leave this place with peace. That you are worthy to be praised. Thank you for settling down our storms. Thank you, Lord, for ministering to our hearts. Thank you for that still, small voice that speaks to our soul. Be still and know that I am God. And we'll be so careful to give your name to praise. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, be still. Let God handle it. Let God give you peace. 
Let God give you joy. We'll see you Wednesday night. We love you. Have a great day.